Welcome to the show. I'm sitting Thank here you. at the GC uh, booth with a very special person, <laughs> <laughs> with Josef Richter, yep. CEO of uh, GC Europe. Well, actually, I'm not the CEO. I'm the COO. COO. Okay. Yeah. So that's more on the operational side. Ah, uh, the CEO okay. is more on the strategical side. So I'm more on the operational yeah. side. We just walked uh, uh, above the booth, and you mm. shaked a lot of uh, hands uh, on yeah, the rail. Sure. So how long have you been in the dental business? Ooh, now that's a rough question, but I think more than 35 years. Oh, over wow. 35 years. So, of course, uh, always in a little bit of a different type of role, but uh, always connected to dentists and dental technicians and practices in dental laboratories. <laughs> <laughs> so, what uh, can the dentists and the dental technicians expect from GC uh, this year? Well, we just uh, finalized the press conference, so that was really exciting in my opinion because there's only a very few companies that have the same product array that we are able to display this year so starting from let's say more traditional type of technologies but also their innovation leaps because we can always improve products so this is one of the constant topics of GC that has been you know the company has been famous for so we evolved actually there into um, the Fuji Evolve for example where we have introduced uh, additional transparencies, translucencies, more suitable for certain indications where we in the past saw that there was need for improvement. We actually also continued the journey now in our ceramic portfolio uh, where lithium disilicate uh, redefined uh, with new technology, uh, with the uh, specific uh, GC-related HDM technology has been now you know, further evolved into additional product presentations that we can offer and not only in terms of additional shades and translucencies on the ingot side for the pressing technique in the lab but also of course uh, for the milling techniques in the lab for example the blocks we are now also featuring the initial lithium disilicate blocks uh, so for lab and chair side use I think we, we are completing the portfolio quite well and also with a, a different type of approach than let's say the traditional products that have been around for quite some time Yeah, I really liked that you're updating the Everex posterior mm -hmm. with the Everex flow. Uh, I've been using it for uh, a half a year. I'm already. so glad because yeah. I think this product is so unseen in the many other big products of GC, but I think it is a, a great, you know, dentin replacement material. And with the glass fibers that we're using there, I mean, we get a really strong first layer that on top of that, you know, not only will fortify the, the rest of the restoration, but it's also can be used in a bulk, bulk fill approach. And on top of that, you know, it's very easily, despite of this, is very easily injectable, which with many products of similar consistency, it was not possible to be doing that in the past because the fibers were just too long. So I think here we have really a, a very good product and it doesn't get the attention it deserves, in my opinion. <laughs> uh, I hope we can change that in the future. Yeah, well, this is, this is what I'm trying to do now I mean talking to you <laughs> because uh, not only we can use it uh, you know as a restorative material but also ideal for for the respective core build-up for example also yeah it's actually I already had a podcast with Stefan Browett uh, today okay. about this okay. topic and so I'm sure that he is much more knowledgeable how to explain that <laughs> in that approach yeah, uh, well he has uh, for sure very nice pictures yeah? Good. Yeah. I cannot give you any pictures. I only <laughs> have the pictures from our leaflets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, uh, I'm uh, part of the leaflet uh, with Everexplore as well. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. So I can only talk about the products, but since I'm not a dentist, I cannot show you any things that can be done with it that I have done myself. But I see that uh, 
from renowned dentists that they really have excellent outcomes and are very happy when they're familiar with the product. So what's uh, other than uh, you also released or updated your Equia? Yes, glass hybrids, as you know, are for us big game changer since we, you know, also in the press conference we talked about this a little bit, since we see, uh, see here an ideal alternative for any, let's say, classical restorations. Um, specifically now with the law changing, for example, in Germany, mm. amalgam gets more and more, uh, let's say, restricted in use. And I think we have the optimum alternatives here with, for example, also the uh, Equia uh, Forte HD product now with high uh, translucency. I think that will help us quite a lot. Actually, there are not a lot of companies who actually think about uh, what could be an amalgam alternative which is not a composite um, there are not a lot of thoughts in that area uh, about replacing the amalgam uh, and uh, I think it's it will be a good uh, product uh, and it will evolve uh, further and I also will have of course a podcast about yeah. just Equia <laughs> you should you should because if you look no, at we have one uh, with um, even a German dentist yeah um, okay <laughs> but maybe in that one you can also you know push mainly or let's say focus a little bit more on the indication ranges that may be to offer because you, as you rightly said so you don't need necessarily a um, you know a monomer based product for a good restoration and by now we we have the longevity of uh, you know um, hybrid glasses that go up to eight years so we have studies on that mm -hmm. so I think that should give a lot of security to the clinician that he has alternatives he doesn't have to go for the let's say standard procedure so we covered basically the rest of it. I also had a, to a podcast today about the uh, minimal innovation yeah. uh, things, all the tooth news. Um, mm -hmm. well, there's nothing really new there. It's just like the, uh, one of the GC products everybody knows and uses. Um. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering you're not asking me about our scanners, because <laughs> we are very <laughs> proud of those now. <laughs> Actually, it's a good question. Yeah, <laughs> see? Well, let, let me maybe just very quickly, I don't want to go too much into that, but you know, I mean, we presented now the iOS 100P, so that's a portable one where you only need a PC on top of that. It is very user-friendly, has a great design, and it's portable. I think that's great advantages for, you know, a dentist that, you know, doesn't want to go into um, an initial high investment and just wants to try out first impression techniques. And then he can, once he had, has that under control, he can, of course, upgrade to other systems like, for example, the iOS 200 that we will have uh, at the end of uh, the year, probably after the summertime. We will present that one with also many feature, new features. Specifically here, I would say autoclavable tip is going to be Oh, okay. A very nice add-on because you can go up to 250 cycles, I mean using them 250 times. And on top of that, we of course, we have many new uh, software features that we're going to present with that. And it's also a very handy and very easy to use device. And last but not least, I mean, it's not only dentist-related scanners that we're uh, offering. We also are now uh, the second uh, generation of Advalab scan with also proprietary features. We have there great scan opportunities and we also have a color uh, platform that uh, is available now in order to visualize the respective scanned uh, objects and in addition to that you know it's also integrated in the exocat software platform so i think we have done a lot of uh, things in this regard and are now actually let's say completing the line not only in terms of scanners 
but also uh, we will we'll have the first prototypes of our printers oh, that okay. are now being also looked into. Those will it's it's just a, let's say a pre-marketing mm. uh, situation. Those will be added on towards the end of this year. So, what will be the future steps uh, from just for, mm. from GCC perspective? How will the dentistry change? Uh? I was afraid of this question. <laughs> I should have not talked so much about the scanners and the printers. Yeah, but, but the scanners are probably. Yeah. Yeah, do you think the dentist uh, will stop doing analog impressions and release completely? <laughs> I think I think that's a great question, and you know this is where probably we will have the most uh, controversy uh, in discussions. Because if you look at what's happening a little bit around, I mean, I've been reading a little bit, uh, you know, the media that you get, the different articles, the feedbacks from mm. practitioners, <coughs> and it's not to the point that today, let's say. Um, scanned impressions already take over in a large way uh, the established let's say techniques but I believe that this will continue the better the technology gets and of course the more the prices come to a level where the investment is more let's say easier to be done by practitioners so if you look also at the, <laughs> the, the market uh, dynamics of the impression material I mean it's not going down it's rather stable so that tells you that technology either is not yet matching what the dentist is familiar with right now in, in the expectations of an impression, or for whatever reason, if it is not a technology, maybe it's not worthwhile to change the system. So I think these type of situations need to be very individually uh, related to by the uh, manufacturers because it's not like everybody is going on a digital hype There are also maybe good reasons why you want to stick to the conventional uh, impression-taking techniques. I personally can say um, uh, we just uh, upgraded to a chair-side system at our office. Uh, of course, I'm, my personal part in the office is uh, more the endodontic part, not mm. so much the restorative part. So, but uh, there's definitely potential in that. Um, although I found out that it kind of costs more time, <laughs> when you, uh, even when you're like just doing like uh, something provisional, mm. when you have to uh, do uh, want to do a chair-side, it takes much more time. So. Probably just the scanning part is probably more interesting than just uh, the whole production part uh, at the office, in my eyes. When you have the full workflow, you mean? Yeah, I, I don't like the full workflow so no. much. Um, okay. yeah. Also, it depends on the software, but even the softwares are not uh, that easy. You always have to uh, fiddle around a bit. Mm. So it's a learn curve, even with scanning in Arch. Um, mm. uh, there's some fun part in it, but the, um, I, I can understand why the impressions uh, marked is very stable, because right. there's always a part where I say, well, I would be done now and <laughs> could go on to the next page. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, but it's interesting because maybe that's exactly um, you know, sort of the hurdle, because mm. it's not the, the ease of use is maybe to be improved mm. so that you get faster scanning impression so that you do that faster and of course reducing the learning curve is the next hurdle that probably manufacturers have to go through because still today I mean you need to somehow get a little bit familiar with the device in order to get the appropriate uh, scan out of that and I think that that might uh, be an issue if you don't do this constantly of course you also lose that touch and you're starting you're restarting the scanning learning curve every time you do this so if you do 20 scans per day, I think that's an easy one. If you only do one or two per day, or not even that, 
then of course you have uh, the hurdle that you are uh, talking about right now. Maybe the just scanning centers where yeah. we can sense the patients. <laughs> For <laughs> sure. Get yourself scanned. Good idea. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, uh, with all the Aligner uh, technology, mm. it's uh, done anyway. Uh, yeah. uh, it's kind of done, mm. right? Uh, in, I know in Berlin we have kind of uh, the first mm. uh, scan shops from Dr. Mm. Smile mm. or mm. for awful treatment. But oh. what do you think about this? Do you think that this is a way to go for, for the industry in the future? I'm a little bit. Uh, I mean, we're not in the cosmetic mm. industry. Mm. We are in the healthcare industry. So every time things are done, uh, you know, a little bit only with the supervision, with the uh, let's say far away supervision of a dentist. I'm not so sure if this is the way we want to go. I mean, it's. What I also always disliked um, mm. about the Leigner technology that there's a huge lab fee uh, yeah. included. Um, uh, I mean, the lab fee used to be much higher. Now we're trying to reduce it, but mm. it's still nearly between 1,000 and 2,000 euros. Uh, mm. um, so that's kind of difficult. And therefore, I personally always uh, wa uh, looked for alternative. And there's something called like an awful device, Imen Aligner. Mm. I like that most. And uh, the fun thing, when I talked to the guys uh, and asked them about the web tea, that was around 250 uh, euros, mm. I'm like, oh, that's cheap. And they're like, oh, you're the first dentist you say, <laughs> that's cheap. Because I compared it to the classi right. uh, classical Aligner. Because sometimes I think for the patients, and when I uh, see, I have to take my fees plus a lab fee from two three thousand uh, uh, euros just for the likeness i think it's uh, hmm. too much for a little correction uh, where i just want to convince someone to not do veneers just to do a little bit of awful and then we'll do a little bit uh, of yeah. composite bonding for yeah. example and then that's it so the expectations the patients go to the small shops uh, are probably will be not met And I wonder uh, how it's going to be in Europe if the patient is not satisfied, uh, if he's going to get a refund uh, mm -hmm. in that system, or if their um, contract is so safe that he has to pay anywhere, uh, where, although the goal is not achieved. Um, in dentistry, we would handle so something different or see uh, earlier these uh, mistakes. So I don't really think this will have a big impact uh, on the market in Germany. Uh, another thing is since most of the people go, don't go to smile shops, they have to do the impression by themselves. Uh, so the area and the, this impressions, I don't really want to see mm. uh, the models of that. Yeah. Well, you know, it's difficult to say, but I think um, if you're an adult, then this might be a nice fancy option to go something and get your teeth uh, put into the right positions. Um, maybe you know you tend to look at this more like a type of aesthetic or cosmetic treatment um, so I think we have different rules for that one I personally you know my children had all ortho treatments I want them to go to someone that really is an orthodontist that knows what needs to be done that gives us the appropriate advice because for me this is for sure something that needs to be uh, you know given to the patient because otherwise you know they're uh, for sure and i've seen that myself and my children they they really suffer if their teeth are not you know in the right positions and they cannot uh, have the healthy nice smile that they're seeing uh, projected everywhere around us in the world so i think we have to maybe you know um, distinguish here a little bit between what is you know uh, oral health wise required and what is more let's say a fancy 
of the moment because it just want to be appearing. Mm. So it's more appearance than function. And uh, you know, for us, function stands in front of appearance. So GC always will go into that direction. That's why we we always like to go very close and directly tied with the professionals in this type of approaches. That's a great c uh, closing. Uh, that's <laughs> all, all, all you want to go Ooh, be close to great. the greatest. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> there is no layout here, but you know, if it is a good closing, I'm very happy. Yeah, great. That Thanks. you gave me the opportunity to talk to you. Yeah. It's really uh, enjoyed. I enjoyed. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Thanks.